Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit bj's.com slash newalbany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Welcome. This is Donica, another week of Recapture. So glad to be here with you. Always excited to share another week with information to our listening audience. Um, I'm excited to be here. And so whenever we have a broadcast of Recapture, we always do our recap. And uh, we had a powerful but solemn week. And I'm just going to say, Lord, in your name, Jesus, Lord Jesus, we ask you to be with me in this broadcast studio on this morning. be Let your Holy Spirit be in this room with myself and our producer, Mr. Rick. But greater than that, Lord God, let the presence of the Holy Spirit touch those that are listening through the airwaves, that they may be blessed and that their hearts can be changed through what we're sharing on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So thank you again for being here. Yes, on last week, we talked about 9-11. It was the 20-year remembrance of 9-11. And Monica was here with with me on the broadcast, and we kind of reminisced or went back, where were you and what do you remember from that day? And I would say not only on our broadcast, but all weekend long, documentaries, sharing those life stories, talking about the heroes that occurred at that time, how people came out and began to be champions for their family members, for firefighters, for people that were lost. And my sister, Monica, she gave a powerful prayer that we read from Pastor Max Lucado. And in his prayer, the prayer said, do it again. And so it was several minutes long. And you know what? I just felt like it was so worth the reading of the entire prayer. And so the prayer that she read, it kind of, it infused the things and the events that were going on with 9-11. And it also uh, brought what we have been experiencing in this country and around the world through the pandemic. And so there was a section that talked about we are, we're we're learning the terms about social distancing, wearing our mask and praying that the first responders, those persons on the front lines, the hospital workers, the hospital staff, the doctors, nurses, and that those people need your, needs God's guidance and care and protection and what I would say uh, to you today on, as a listening audience, that is so reflective of what occurred uh, 
20 years ago through 9-11. And Monica and I, we talked about that as well. We talked about how in 9-11, it was the firefighters. And today, it's those persons, nurses and doctors and hospital workers, and even the Uber driver or the Lyft driver or the person that's serving a meal during the fast food. And now it's time and the kids are back in school and people are having some un some are having some unsettling feelings about that. Requiring masks, not requiring masks, wearing, um, getting a vaccine and those of that nature. And so on last week we had a powerful prayer and I got a chance to start and that's that's where we're gonna pick up today. We were talking about, I was talking about the serenity prayer. And we got an opportunity to um, go over a few verses of the serenity prayer. But I'm going to uh, read it again and let's just talk about it. Because I, I think it's it's relevant and it's important. We cannot forget that this is also National Recovery Month. It's why we do what we did, do here on recover on Recapture. It's National Recovery Month. And, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get into the Serenity Prayer in just a minute. But, oh, my gosh, it's Celebration Weekend. And uh, we're having a Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration, celebrating recovery from alcohol and substance use disorders. And we have some fine ladies that we're recognizing this year, and we're so excited about it. But let's. Let's uh, get, let's read this serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. And so that is the serenity prayer and is is a staple, I would say, in the Alcoholics Anonymous community, in the 12 Steps community. And some people read those scriptures, and some know them, as we would say, by heart. Uh, but today, I I was reading it for myself, and I kind of started dotting, jotting some scriptures along with it to go with those verses. And I want to talk to you about those a little bit on today. It says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And I, I said Psalms 46 and 10. Psalms 46 and 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen, and I will be exalted in the nation. And it says, Grant me the serenity. And serenity is uh, the state of being calm, peaceful, or untroubled. So when we say, God, grant me the serenity, God, let me be calm. And you know what God's answer is? Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen, and I will be exalted in the earth. Amen. And it says to accept the things 
I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can. And on last week, I have to go back and make a, a an editor's, editor's note because I think I said Joshua 1 and 9, but it is not Joshua 1 and 9. I, oh, I said Joshua 1 and 8, um, but it really is Joshua 1 and 9. And courage is the ability to act and not be fearful. And so Joshua 1 and 9 Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so when you're talking to God and you're saying this prayer and you're saying, God, give me the courage to change the things I can, God is just saying, hey, be courageous. Don't be fearful. And God will give you the ability to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference. Job 28 and 28 and 28. Behold, the fear of the Lord is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Wisdom is knowledge and the capacity to do it. That's what Marion West Webster says is wisdom. And so, hey, sometimes we have to have have wisdom and the capacity to act out and the wisdom to know the difference about the things that I can um, act on and work in my life. We can't change people. We can only change ourselves. And those things that we can make right, that we can make amends, ask for forgiveness, and those things that we can, God will say, be courageous. Go out and uh, take care of those things and don't have fear. And God will guide us through it and God will be with us. And this one is really powerful, living one day at a time. And the scripture that I wrote with it is you're probably in a car, you're maybe driving or something, but that's okay because you can go to www.kkht.com and you can go to programs and you can download our podcast and you can listen later and take notes. The scripture that I, I had that goes with the serenity prayer for living one day at a time Matthew 6 and 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Amen. Can I, can I get a witness that uh, just living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time? And then it says, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace. And I just started on the side, Psalm 23, and and that whole scripture, but the one part that that I'm going to speak on is in Psalm 23. It says, and he restores my soul. Um, Isaiah 26 and 3 says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So you can put down the entire Psalms. 23, but also Isaiah 26 in peace. It says, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it. And how did Jesus take this uh, sinful world? It says, Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and 10 there is none righteous, no, not one. And then Romans 
5 and 8. But God demonstrated his own love for us. In this, while we were still sinners, and I read one that said, while we were still sinning, Christ died for us. And so taking this world as Jesus did, the sinful world as he did, in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Trusting that God will make all things right if we surrender to his will so that we can be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. And you know what God says? He says that, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And he said, if it was not so, I wouldn't told you. So God says he's preparing a place for us. And that is what we kind of summarized for the serenity prayer and some little scriptures that I have for myself for moments of comfort and and study. And it's just, just a part of our program when we go to get support and go to our support system with our particularly me, my personal my personal support system. We read the serenity prayer and I I would encourage you to do the same. And as we switch gears and I get excited because as I said, this is celebration weekend for Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration. We are celebrating, celebrating, celebrating. We get to celebrate the life, the legacy, and the testimony of our mother, Patricia Ann Strange. And I was talking to my sister, Margaret. My sister, Margaret, is our eldest sister. And she was talking to me one day, and she said that we are, she said, I want to go beyond the legacy. We want to create a dynasty. And I was like, Wow. I was like, that is so powerful. Wow. I was like, okay, the Diamond Dynasty. So people are watching what you're doing. My sisters, they're supportive of the work that we're doing in the community, sharing our mom's story beyond the legacy of our mother, that our mother had a changed life. And we talk about that on Recapture, how Recapture is to recover the things that are lost or stolen. I would say Recapture is... Intervention, you know, there's a television show called Intervention. Intervention meets cribs, meets lifestyles of rich and famous. You know how the person, they go on the yachts and they travel and they go all over the world and they see the luxurious uh, living that people have. Well, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. My mother got a new life and she didn't move from the inner city. So, yes, sometimes the stories that people would share, sometimes the story that someone would tell will take you to a mansion and to an island. You know, we hear people say, oh, I, I heard a man doing an interview on YouTube, and he said he owned an island. Okay, okay. And even the people that were being interviewing him, he was their guest on their on their podcast, their YouTube program, and they was like, wow, can we come to your, to your island? My mom never moved from where she lived in, in Houston's Fifth Ward. And my mama's life was not perfect, but my mother's life was changed. And we are celebrating, oh, my gosh, on tomorrow, three women who have dedicated to sharing their stories, to sharing their lives. 
with other people and making a difference in the community. And we're so glad to uh, be able to to celebrate them and what and do what we say. Like my sister Margaret said, beyond the legacy, it's a diamond dynasty. And so, Miss um, Dottie Compton, Miss Megan McCullum, Miss Barbara Doree, they have their own stories in the kingdom of God, their own testimonies that uh in their own paths of why they why they've come into the decision to share their stories and why they're in ministry um the way that they are. So we say that we came to this journey because we saw the work that God did in our mother's life. And there was an, a person that told my twin sister and I once, they said, you do this work and you were not in drug addiction. It's like, no, we were not in drug addiction, but we knew know what it is like to see our parent experience the pains of addiction. And also we see the victory of her recovery. And if we could touch one person or support one person with the message of Jesus Christ through sharing our mom's story, Revelation 2 and them, we overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So we're having um, celebration weekend and celebrating these women. And we've been talking about that kind of a little bit on, on the broadcast saying that we have women that we're going to celebrate this weekend um, through our virtual platform, through Zoom and on our Facebook channels, that there's someone doing the work. And I always say, because my mother had a place to go, and, and now that particular facility is no longer in existence, but there's so, I'm not, uh, I was going to say so many, but there are resources in the community and I don't want to downplay it and say, well, it's really not enough. But there are resources in the community for women that need help in the dynamic of getting recovery, getting support. It's different for women, for one, because women have children. Who's going to watch their kids? Who's who who's going to watch their kids? Oh, no, I'm not going to get treatment. What's going on to my kids? It's like, well, what what's happening to your kids right now? And so there's programs in the community that, that even allow uh, the, the family to be reunited that allows the family to bring the children in. And there's other discipleship programs there are other homes that said, Hey, you know, come here, get yourself straight. And then you're able to get your children reunited, reunited with you in the community. So um, there are resources and I always feel like there's more resources that may be available for men um, but we're celebrating those ladies. And, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait to um, be able to just tomorrow get them to publicly share their story with our audience because we get a chance to meet them and been, you know, celebrating and meeting them this weekend and hearing their stories, meeting them in person. And, and that's a beautiful thing. And all because we always say to two hood girls from Houston's Fifth Ward that I saw a vision that we could share this message and that we could support 
and share the recovery story. Our website is www.psdiamondcelebration.com. Go and read my mama's story. Uh, We've been on this airway with you for one year, and we talk about our mother, Patricia. But there's so many other Patricias and Anns and Sues and Kellys and all types of people that have a story to tell, that have a recovery journey. And so we say, first and foremost, what do we believe that we're getting out of the story of recovery? It's National Recovery Month. We say, number one, that recovery is possible. And we say, number two, that from your recovery story, uh, you can share it with someone else. And during this, during the, um, this month, National Recovery Month, we're going to celebrate on tomorrow in the community. Um, but my sister says that when you get recovery, when God does something and brings a healing to your life, you, she studied the 12 steps during our prayer this month, and she said, step 12, having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message with others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And so, yes, we share the message of recovery in the community. We say recovery is possible. We say healing is possible. Uh, we tell youth, we went through it too, we tell the youth that it's it's not your fault. You are, um, you're not a product of your parents' past pain or problems. You're not. You can have recovery. We had love in the midst of my mama going through stuff. We had love. We said love. We loved each other all the time. We stood in in our room and prayed for our mom. We want. I want to encourage you. I don't know who's listening, but I want to re- encourage you. I want to encourage you. We prayed the prayer last week. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I'm saying that today because that's how Monica and I got through it. We went to youth group. We went to youth services on Saturdays and Bible studies on Wednesday. There was Tuesday night prayer. We were focused on the things of God. We were focused on the body of Christ. We were focused on church, too, teenagers. And uh, God gave us healing from those things. But the prayer that we prayed, we got to see God bring it to pass. And we're so excited about it. We're so excited about the story of sharing my mom's story, of telling her journey, and not for our own self-aggrandizement, but so that somebody else can be changed. And so... Yes, 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 it's National Recovery Month. What is your recovery story? We we have those uh, Miss Dottie and Miss Barbara and Miss Megan that they are sharing their story. But we also had the, this year, we had the inaugural Community Choice Award. And that was the persons that in the community uh, shared, hey, what about this person? What about Miss Holly, do you know? What about Miss Willie? Hall, what about Miss Nicolette Hines, Miss Lanita Hill? What about those people uh, in the community that's already doing the work? And so we're going to call someone's name out. Uh, let's see, Lanita, Nicolette, um, Holly, Willie, and Miss Wanda Hensley. And um, tomorrow we, we get to announce the person who is the Patricia Ann Strange uh, Diamond Celebration Community Choice Award recipient. 
And oh my gosh, it was, man, such powerful testimony, such powerful stories, such great work in the community, such passion for the kingdom and the things of God. And I salute every one of you ladies. I salute every one of you ladies. I, I In closing, I do salute those ladies that are in the walk, in the journey, in the fight. But today, at the end of this progress, I salute my family who has been supporting me on this journey. I salute Margaret and Shannon, and I salute Monica for holding my hand through this journey. And so as we wind down uh, this broadcast of recapture, and if I don't have anything anything that I anything else to share, I would just tell you that for this National Recovery Month, through the life and legacy of Patricia Ann Strange, I would say to you, the tip for the journey is that change is possible. And I'm gonna tell you change is possible and receive it. I'm Donica. Thank you for joining. See you next week. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at psdiamondcelebration.com. Until next time. I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's, I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only.